Hello everyone, my name is Happiness Ferguson and um, welcome to my channel. I hope it's this particular topic I'm going to be talking about will bless you richly. Um, I want to talk to, to ladies especially about seven ways to prepare for your future husband. You see, in my devotions this week, I was reading through the book of Genesis and as I read, my mind kept going back to um, Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. I spent some time in prayer asking God to help me understand this verse and be able to share it with somebody. Well, guess what? I'm thrilled to be able to share this post with you today. You see, I am not yet married, so... As a result, marriage is somewhat of a mystery to me. You know, something I can only read about, pray about, learn about, and hopefully be prepared for when the time comes. Okay, Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 is a very special verse. I mean, this is the first time after God had created all the beautiful seas, animals, um, vegetation, and Adam himself that he used the word it is not good everything to that point had been very good you see I can only imagine that Adam had been in the garden for a little while you see tending to his new home that God had created for him when God looked around and said it is not good that the man should be alone I will make him and help me for him I want us to focus on the last bit, make him and help meet for him. Other Bible versions phrase it like this, um, um, new, the New International Version says, I will make him, make him a helper suitable for him, to him. The ESV says, I will make a helper fit for him. The New uh, Living Translation says, I will make a helper who is just right for him. The NET says, I will make a companion for him who corresponds to him. Then the New King James Version says, I will make a helper comparable to him. The question that I want you to think about as you read, as you, you know, listen to this um, post is, what am I doing as a single woman to prepare myself to, to be a help for my future husband? When we talk about being a helper, some people get the idea of inferiority, but that is not what this verse alludes to. I did a little research about what it means to be a helpmate, and this is what I found. The word helper in Hebrew is, is ezah. The word is often used in reference to God as our helper. The nature of activity of helping someone is so varied. You can help someone who has greater authority, someone who has equal authority, or someone who has lesser authority than you. But the point is that Eve was not to help Adam as someone who was inferior to him, but rather she was to be a helper fit for him the hebrew word kenegdo i'll say that again kenegdo is also used in this verse meaning a help corresponding to him that is equal and adequate to himself 
Um, the word meat means suitable or adapted to. The Lord made for man a help corresponding to his moral and intellectual nature, supplying what he needs, the counterpart of his being. Another one is a wife is her husband's correspondent, his counterpart, suitable to his nature and his need, one like himself in shape, constitution and disposition, a second self, one to be at hand or near him, you see, to converse familiarly with him, to be always ready to support and comfort him, and whose care and business it should be to please and help him we're gonna be stopping there today tune in next time for another beautiful episode and meanwhile I hope you love this I'd like to I'd like you to comment I'd like you to tell us what you feel and um, how this particular um, podcast has you know impacted you thank you so much same time again next time. See you. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. Sure you had a great day. Happy Valentine's Day. It's been a very beautiful day. I had a very eventful day. Um just got back from a program i had in church and i was opportuned to speak at the program so um it was beautiful and um it's always 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 a privilege having to you know speak at such gatherings um so today we're going to continue from where we stopped the last time and you know the last time we talked about it was an introduction of seven ways you can prepare for your future husband so we try to explain um, the meaning of the word help when the Bible says that um, um, he's gonna when he said in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 that it is not good for man to be alone I will make him an help meet for him and then we try to explain the different versions of the meaning of the word help how other bible versions phrases it and we try to talk about the way it was stated in the new international version we talked about the esv the nlt version the net version and the new king james version which was a very very beautiful one and so today i'll continue and say that um, it, it therefore means that a helpmate is one who help another. God created us to be helpmates. We will find God's perfect will in our lives as we seek to be the helpmate that he designed us to be. I know of an author, um, E.G. White, he explains that particular verse. He said, God himself gave Adam a companion. He provided an helpmate for him. A helper corresponding to him one who is fitted to be his companion and who could be one with him in love and sympathy Eve was created from a rib taken from the side of Adam 
signifying that she was not to control him as the head, not, nor to be trampled under his feet as an inferior, but to stand by his side as an equal, to be loved and protected by him. A part of man, bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh, she was his second self, showing the close union and the affectionate attachment that should exist in this relation. Now let's answer that question, how do I prepare myself to be a helper for my future husband? First of all, first ask God for wisdom as you prepare yourself and ask him to teach you how to be a godly wife. Number two, you pray for your future husband. You don't just wake up married one day and start praying for your husband. It needs to start now. You see, I've developed the habit of praying for my future husband that as God develops me and molds me into the woman that he wants me to be, he will also be molding and shaping him into the husband that he wants him to be. Thirdly, commit yourself to God daily. You have to study the Bible. You make it your lifeline. The word of God should be the foundation of your life. Take time to memorize scripture. This will not only benefit your life now, but it will also benefit your future marriage. Imagine those hard times that you will go through with your husband. He is going to need strength from somewhere. So you need to take time to be filled so that you are ready to pour into him. Allow God to teach you, transform you, and strengthen you so that you are able to edify, build up, and encourage your husband. He is going to need it, and truth is, you cannot give away which, that, which you do not possess yourself. Make it your aim. God is faithful. He will prepare you. Fourthly, we are called to be co-laborers with God as we prepare for his soon coming. And therefore, it only makes sense that you prepare yourself to co-labor with your future husband for the kingdom of God. As Christian young women, we need to be ready to co-labor with our future husband in the calling that God has given us. This doesn't start the day after you say, I do. I mean, it starts now. In your quiet time with God, if you cannot find time to spend with God now as a single woman, it will not magically appear when you get married. In preparing for your future husband, you need to be firmly fixed in Jesus Christ. You need to know the power of his word in your own life. The best way to prepare for marriage is to spend time with Jesus. Spend time learning of him. Spend time learning his character and his life. The truth is that your relationship with God will set the standard for your marriage and your marriage will not exceed that standard. So if you want a good strong marriage, focus on building an intimate relationship with God now. Live your life with dignity, purpose and direction. Take some time to prayerfully consider the focus of your life. Are you living out God's will for your life or are you hanging around and waiting for God to send you a man so that your life can begin? You need to get busy with your life. Pursue the things of God. Pursue your passion. 
build that business, take that coursework towards your goal. Pour out your life to those in need of help. Be there for your family members, respect them. The way you treat your family is more or less the way you will treat your future husband. Number six, be faithful for, to your husband now. I'll take that again. Be faithful to your husband now. Strive for purity. Stop playing around with men that you know will not marry you. You see, there's no better time to prove faithful to your future spouse than when you are single. Make an intentional decision to flee from sexual sin. Anything that you do with some other guy now is just a gift you are stealing from your future husband. Trust me, it does not worth it. Finally, learn how to cook. Learn how to clean. You know, you learn how to manage your own finances as well. Remember, what you are at home alone is what you are. You will not magically become clean when you're married or learn to tidy up after yourself. It needs to start now. In your own little corner, in your own little room, research healthy food and cook food for yourself and learn what's good and what's bad. Clean after yourself and most importantly, take care of your finances. Be economic. If you struggle with constantly overspending everything you have, ask God to teach you and show you the right way. It all starts now. Preparation is key. So those are my seven points for today. I'm sure you have many points of your own. You can leave in the comment section below, you know, write them in your journal as I share. You know, you write them in your journal, talk about them with God. The learning will never end as a woman. As a wife or as a mother, take care of yourself physically, take care of yourself emotionally, psychologically, financially, and most importantly, spiritually, and let God lead you. Make God the center of your life. Above all, don't make preparing for marriage be your life focus. Yes, don't idolize marriage. It will come. It will come at its own time. There is so much more to life. Be content in this season. Be content with your portion. Be patient with yourself and with God. Be patient as God prepares you to be a helpmate. Just as God brought Eve to Adam, He will awaken you to your Adam when the time is right. Rest in God, He will work out everything for your good. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I remain happiness Ferguson. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye.